Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. Welcome to A Seeking Heart with Alice and Jingris, distributed through Breadbox Media. I am joined today by a very special friend and one of one of just my heroes in faith, Sonia Corbett. We're going to talk today about, I believe, your sixth book, is it not, Sonia? Uh, seventh, actually. Kind of covenantal. <laughs> the perfect number, which um, <laughs> anyone watching can see that I hated the book with the 18,000 tabs that I added to it. I promise just as I always do that I will not ask every single question uh, that I've marked in my book, but we're going to talk today about just rest, a study, a study of the, of the Exodus, sorry, uh, receiving God's renewing presence in the deserts of your life. And again, we're talking with Sonia Corbett, just rest study of the Exodus. And this is from Ave Maria press her seventh book. Welcome Sonia to thank you. Good morning. Good morning. It is so wonderful to be with you. Um, I was telling Sonia before we went live that the Lord spoke to me in such a powerful way through Just Rest. He always speaks to me in such a powerful way through my sisters in Christ. One of the, the, the amazing things is that God calls us to this spiritual sisterhood and spiritual reading has just been such a I don't know, just a catalyst to my complete and complete and continuing conversion. Sonia, is is that kind of how you you kind of it is. Absolutely. Yeah. If it weren't for the the spiritual reading that I've done over the course of my life and continue to do, I, I mean, that's where a lot of my healing came from is just making use and and not just making use, but waiting on God to bring the right book at the right time by the yeah. right author. Absolutely. And and to try them all, right? Yes. <laughs> well, God brought you into my life and your book is always, your books are always the, the perfect thing that I need. So talk to me about Just Rest. What are we going to find when we open these pages? You're going to find a template for navigating the desert fruitfully. And particularly because of the time that we're living in, in our church and our world, it's just such a desert. We're having a hard time controlling our thoughts and our emotions, and they're getting the best of us, and instead they're controlling us. And so it's important. What's so amazing about this account 
on the Exodus throughout the scriptures is that God actually tells us in the Bible that their account is left for us for that very purpose, that we're supposed to learn from them how to enter the promised land of rest, not only here on earth, the inner Sabbath, but also in heaven. And if we don't learn the lessons in that account through the Exodus, we could forfeit heaven altogether as they forfeited the promised land, which was a type. Wow. Like I just, I have no response to that, but whoa. Yeah, it's important. <laughs> it was seriously important. It's so interesting to me. I'm just kind of um, entering that part of my own study where I'm starting to see that the Old Testament isn't something I can ignore. Um, almost like when I read books, I always skip the introduction. Don't ask me why. It's just a silly habit. I can't skip the Old Testament. There are lessons in there. There are types in there. There are, I mean, it's, part of the Bible. <laughs> so uh, I really enjoy uh, when I read things like Just Rest, like your work, Sonia, um, when I see those connections and I see how important all of that is, not only understanding, better understanding the New Testament, but also my place in, in um, God's God's role for me and my, his, that my own salvation history, which is obviously wrapped very tightly and completely in his. So one of the things that each of your books has, Sonia, that I would love to start with um, speaking, because obviously we're talking about his word, is I absolutely love your way of entering into Lexio Divina, the spiritual reading, would love the word. Can you tell us a little bit about this beautiful um, kind of formula that you've given us? Well, I actually got that from Mary. I, I had uh, a bishop tell me in confession that my my relationship to Mary was the measure of my Catholicism. And I was like, that's not what I'm here for, Bishop, at all. <laughs> you know, and I was a little bit put out by that because I didn't really see the need for her. I know I know that's bizarre, but I'm a convert and that's part of it. But I just determined I that's something I need to explore then. And so I went to her and asked her, what do you want me to know about yourself? And of course, that whole story isn't exalted, but she gave me that to show me how much she loves the word and how she longs for us to love the word the way she does. The word is a person, Christ, but the scriptures, Mary knew them. She knew them well enough to be able to incarnate what was given to her through the word of God in the angel. And so when I was pondering the Annunciation and the Joyful Mysteries of the Rosary, I saw that that process that she took and it it was love l-o-v-e listen observe verbalize and entrust so she listened to the word of god she observed her relationships and circumstances which pope francis and pope benedict both said is what made her so holy which is amazing oh. because that means we can be holy and then she verbalized in the magnificat what she believed she heard god say and what um and she was praying back scripture to him through that, because that's from the Old Testament. And then E is in trust. May it be done to me according to your word. So how can we say that with her if we don't get in the scriptures? And that's why the catechism tells us that the one table of the Lord is both the scriptures and the Eucharist. Oh, my goodness. I love these insights that you give us. And, you know, this reading this today, I was preparing for our interview, um, it, re it really reminded me of Sunday's gospel of Be Open. And one of the uh, homily reflections that I read online talked about how um, Mark 7, the, and I can't say the, the Greek word, is it, I mean, the, is it Greek? Or no, it's, it's, it's the Aramaic word. Yeah. Um, I love that you can say these things. But it, <laughs> <laughs> and it was... It's um, hard to say. It's hard to read. It is. I mean, I can... 
I say it in my head, but not probably the way it's supposed to be said. But anyway, um, just understanding that we cannot speak what we do not know. And it was to be open to his word so that we could then evangelize. We could then speak. So to be open so that we could speak just like the, the deaf man and in the, the, the gospel. He couldn't hear and he had a speech impediment, so he couldn't speak. So sometimes I think uh, we need to be open and, and ponder as Mary did. I, I love that the observing is what Mary did best. That was her pondering. It wasn't just, oh, this is a nice thing happening. It is what is God saying? How do I fit into this message and what is happening? And then to act upon it. Like that is, she's just such a beautiful message for that. That's actually what the word ponder means. It means to pull the pieces together and make them a synthesis. And so when we're when we're hearing the word of God and we're trying to determine with him what he's saying and what he wants from us, that's exactly what she was doing. That's exactly what we're called to do. That pondering is putting the pieces together. Look at me knowing things. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs> love the Holy Spirit. Um, the other thing I really love about your book, uh, the formula of all your books of those at least with Ave Maria, um, is that you end each chapter, not only with the beautiful love the word section, but also let's review. And the reason I wanted to mention this is, uh, Sonny, I don't know if you participate in women's groups. I'm sure you have over the, the time. I know I've watched your beautiful videos of the, some of them where they're men and women. But one of the things I really want to encourage uh, women in is that sometimes we start a book, we start a book club just like we, we would, which I will be doing with Just Rest, and then we miss a week. We don't get to all our reading. And so we decide we're not going to go. And that's like the devil just loves that. Because once you miss one week, you just stop going oftentimes. I've seen that. I've been doing Bible study now with women for over 15 years. I've been leading them. Once they yep. miss a week, they don't show. What I want to tell people is you need to get Sonia's books to start your Bible studies because she has the let's review. So if you've not been able to read, just read these little bullet points, go to the group, the group will fill in the rest of the blanks, and then you can go back and read it later. But the devil really does love to just distract you. And I know the book talks a lot about, uh, not a lot, but about being distracted and, and being busy. And again, another tactic of the devil. Um, uh, Zonia, what, I know this isn't why you put the let's review in here. I'm just kind of adding my own two cents. But tell us a little bit about why you offer this and maybe your own experience with being in group study. Well, it's important, I think, to summarize for people what you've said all along in a slightly different way so that if they've missed a particular nuance, then you can kind of highlight that part. And so I try to use that, that review. First of all, I need it myself. It helps. It actually helps me write. No kidding. Because <laughs> if oh, that's I start with the end, I can work backwards. Right. But, but I really do actually use it that way so that I know then what I need to cover and make sure that I have covered it so that it's, it makes sense. You want it to all fit. So the, the re review part is as much for me as it is anyone else. But also it's important to synthesize everything that's been said to that point in a concise way so that you feel prepared to move to the next section. Um, one of the things you also talk about in many of your books is the pop quiz. Explain to me or explain to uh, to those listening what you mean by, and I've lived that. So 
I'm actually going to share one after you explain. What do you mean by God's pop quizzes? So a lot of times people get a little bit confused because I'm not very clear. So I appreciate the opportunity (laughs) to to clarify a little bit. So (laughs) pop quizzes are not just things that happen throughout the day that relate back to your scripture reading. It's more the idea of something volatile, an eruption. So you have a situation or a conflict or a relationship that it really provokes all of this ugly in your gut. And it's almost overwhelming. The Bible calls it vomit. <laughs> and it, it's like that. You can't keep it down and you can't, you can't make it go away. And that's purposeful. God provokes those situations and allows them in our lives in order to pull that up so that we can go to him with it. So a pop quiz then is one of those situations that, It's typically a repeated sort of circumstance in a particular theme that has to do with our woundedness, worthlessness, rejection and abandonment. And it either really ticks us off or it makes us afraid or something. But underneath all of that is the woundedness, rejection and abandonment. And once we get to the root of that, we can see why we have such volatile reactions because the woundedness is very deep and God is going all the way back to that. And that's what he wants to heal. That's exactly what just rest is about. The children of Israel had all of that baggage and woundedness from Egypt and God was step by step leading them to healing in their thoughts and their emotions and their bodies and their souls. Uh, so here's my pop quiz that I just had. I um, had just read that morning in my journals. I'm reading old journals as I write my new book. Um, and it was all about how angry I used to get and how I'd just fly off the handles. And I was so proud of myself because I hadn't done that in a really long time. Never say those words when you know that somewhere deep in the bowels of your soul, you're still doing it. So we ordered dinner and DoorDash came to the door and I took my little bags from DoorDash and two seconds later realized my food wasn't in the bag. So I go flying out to the man, this poor gentleman, and I just lose it. I like speak unkind words. I am swearing. I have completely lost my mind. And he come, He does the unspeakable. He goes back to the restaurant. He gets the right food, and he comes back with it. Which wow. I had already started to feel that, like, regret, like, Lord, like, begging, like, Lord, I'm so sorry. Like, I have no way of reaching him. I want to apologize. I don't want to do this again. Like, why do I keep erupting like this over something so stupid? So he came back. I'm bawling. I'm apologizing. I'm grateful to the Lord for giving me that moment because that doesn't normally happen. But then I went to my knees and I said, Lord, what's the root? What's happening? This is not my, this is not me. And it's, and I realized it was a connection to food, something from my childhood. um, Mm. just, Just this little memory that I had to feel experience let go stop hold like it was just and i the exact memory came to me the exact moment and i just gave it to him i bawled over it and hopefully i mean i stopped for a while ordering um doordash (laughs) well high five on that because that was definitely a pop quiz and you handled that perfectly well thankfully the holy spirit was on my side and and i think that's part of what we found the little doordash guy (laughs) poor man he got such a big tip (laughs) he'll never yeah how sweet though 
but he was just, um, but I think that's what we forget. Like we forget that we can call upon the Lord and say, I am a sinner and this is not okay. And I don't want to lose my eternity because I have this root problem that is so sinful. And it's so, it's so against who we naturally are created to be. Mm-hmm. And I know that you go through some of that in um, Just Rest. Like what brought you to, to want to delve into this topic? Well, it came about in the time between the church splits that I experienced as a Baptist and my coming into the Catholic Church, which was what I called the Great Desert. <laughs> and God told me very quickly thankfully, that he wanted me to to rest. And I said, but I'm not tired. I don't need rest. And he said, you don't even know what rest is. And then he was using Hebrews 3 and 4 to show me what biblical rest is, what he's actually calling me to, and that it involves our thoughts, our emotions, our bodies, and our souls, that it's not in activity. It is a matter of the rest that God rests. He's always working, but he's always at rest at the same time. And we're called to do that. And so as I was learning from him, I, I experienced pop quiz after pop quiz, but I, I realized what he was doing. And so I was willing to suffer what I was suffering and have that wound yanked on repeatedly because I could see the fruit of it and what God was actually getting to in me. And so I was willing to sort of lean into the difficulty of it and just allow it. And so it became for me a rule of life almost. And so I, because, because I can see that we all have, we share that, you know, we all share woundedness and the Bible itself says that this story is a template for all of us. So if that's the case, then I knew that other people would be able to make use of what I had learned. And so that's how the book came about. And you do such a beautiful job of guiding us through these lessons and through the scripture. Uh, um, One more thing I want to talk about before we wrap up is that we talk about the promised land and that this rest is our promised land and, you know, we risk losing it. So uh, you, you write the promised land of rest is God's gift to all of us, but we still have to work at disposing ourselves to receive it. The difference is if we can never learn what is what is God's gift of grace. It is the subtle distinction between a wage and a reward between force and love. We work in love's power in every step by drawing on him as he is love. And I think that for me was the final aha that I needed, Sonia, that the rest is from love and that God loves me. And I don't have to. One of my my. You know, my father wounds is that I always felt I had to impress my dad. I always had to, you know, tell him all the wonderful things that I did. And in the end, before he died, I realized he loved me just for me because I was Mm -hmm. his beloved daughter. And I think that's a lesson that we need um, to take to God. I feel like it was even harder because for me, God was going to be punishing and uh, always looking for what I was doing to impress him. But you, you tell us that's not it. Well, and that comes from from my own behavior, too. What I discovered in that desert, finally, in the final confrontation, in that final pop quiz, what I discovered is that I had been trying to force God to give me what he had already promised. And he was determined that I know that it be a gift. 
I was not going to be able to manipulate him with multiplying spiritual practices, all the prayers, the novenas, the consecrations, the Bible studies, the daily masses, the adoration, all that stuff that we do to try to make God give us the thing that we know that we're supposed to have. And God says, "Huh, uh, it's a gift, honey. You can dispose yourself for it and you must. But in the end, it is a gift and you will not wrest it from me. I will give it to you as a gift when you stop trying to force it. And I was like, yes, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then immediately, almost immediately, that promise actually came to fruition. So as we wind down our wonderful time together, I could talk to you for hours and hours. Um, oh I really... <laughs> I love that you also podcast and that you have the video series. I, we, I'm in Boston, so we have Catholic TV here. I love your series on Catholic TV. And, of course, I'll have all these links in the show notes. But I always like to ask the authors, because you had a purpose and a plan that God put in your heart for writing the book. But what do you really pray that women will walk away from after they've spent their time with just rest? Healing and freedom from anxiety and fear. Amen. And I can attest, at least I did. <laughs> I, I, God spoke to me, and, and I really I pray, I pray this for the readers of your book. Again, we're talking with Sonia Corbett today. Her book, her newest book is Just Rest, A Study of the Exodus, Receiving God's Renewing Presence in the Deserts of Your Life, available from Ave Maria Press. Um, God spoke to me so clearly this morning as I was rereading and, and going through the book, through the scriptures, through your words, um, but also this that movement of the Holy Spirit, which I think you teach so well, Sonia, in your writing, that we too are spoken to through the Holy Spirit, that he does not just have pick and choose his favorites for all right. his favorites, and that he has no partiality, as the scriptures tell us. Um, so how can we continue to, to stay connected with you, Sonia, um, and, you know, spend more time learning more about Just Rest? So I'm actually working on a podcast series right now, Freedom from Anxiety, in which I go into great depth, much further depth than I could get into in the book, simply because there's a word limit on a book, right? <laughs> but what we're doing is we're taking all of the principles and we're breaking them down into specific practical tools that people can use to learn to control their thoughts, transform their emotions, and rest in their bodies and souls. And so Freedom from Anxiety, that's on my website, BibleStudyEvangelista.com. And then, of course, I've got the TV series. Uh, that'll be coming out on Just Rest, too. And then I'm going to do, I think I'm going to do a book a book club as well um, a little later, but um, lots going on. So it is a, a labor of love. I'm oh. seeing almost, I, I am seeing miraculous changes for people in ways that are as, astounding as seeing God heal the blind man right in front of me. It is really amazing. He is on the move. He is. And I have seen it um, in my own life. Again, uh, remarkable. And, and just getting, to encourage women, don't give up because the devil wants you to be discouraged. But the Lord is constantly with you. He promises I'll never abandon nor forsake, forsake you. And his promises are real they are they're trustworthy and you speak about those again and just rest and i want to remind those listening to please continue to ask for the lord ask and you will receive seek and you will find knock and that door will be opened it is a promised land 
Oh, I love that. Holy Spirit. <laughs> Thank you again, Sonia Corbett, for joining. Thank you for me. having me. Always a pleasure. Love you. Oh, love you back. Thank you all for being with us. Thank you for those who joined us on Facebook. Uh, I love all your comments. I'm going to go look at those right now. Thank you for those listening on the podcast. Feel free to email me anytime. You can find out more on ReconcileToYou.com. And I'll have all the show notes over on Breadbox Media. You have been listening to A Seeking Heart with Allison Jingris, distributed through Breadbox Media. God bless. This is Kevin O'Brien of EWTN's Theater of the Word. I'm excited also to teach middle school and high school literature, speech, and drama with homeschoolconnections.com, an online Catholic curriculum provider. Your student can meet with me online for a live, interactive class. Whether you take apologetics with John Martinoni or grade school with Jackie De La Viaga, or any of the other 400-plus courses with homeschoolconnections.com, online Catholic learning for your homeschooling family is available for you.